Okay, so I have a, I, I finally, hopefully you guys can hear the difference. I got myself a Yeti, a microphone, finally, found it yesterday in Costa Rica, so I'm excited to bring you this episode, hopefully with a better sound, and today when I come, uh, I want to bring you a topic that has been evolving for me internally, a journey that I have been walking. And the headline for this is success. And what does it mean to achieve success and my take on that and the, the phases of evolution of an entrepreneur. So the spiritual journey of an entrepreneur goes through several phases. The first one is the outsourcing phase, which is what I've been talking about for a while. That's the, that's the phase on the Hawkins scale is the phase below 200, below the love of integrity, where we're using force in order to get something. It takes a lot of work, it's a lot of hustle, da 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 da. So, this is also the phase where we need success to feel fulfilled. That's why it's called outsourcing. We're outsourcing our fulfillment, our happiness from that which is outside of ourselves versus creating from within as a result of our own inner contentment that is already there without their needing to be a business or partnership or anything else. So in this outsourcing phase, we are compensating for programming and trauma fractures in our psyche. And we are more or less still asleep to the fact that we are conditioned not to be ourselves. Because that's not a way to be in the world. It wasn't convenient for our parents or for the school system or for whatever. And we are unconsciously trying on different identities to see what will work, what will make us successful, what will make the world approve of us, and what will keep us safe or approved or provided for. What's the type of business? What's the type of structure? What's the strategy? What's the tactic? That's going to be the thing that's going to give me what I want. That's outsourcing. So as you're listening to this, just check in with yourself and see if you can tell the truth to yourself, whether there's parts of you in the business that are tied up in this, in this paradigm. The material success out of this outsourcing stage is then within what some people call the fight nervous system response. Because what we're doing is in order to succeed, if we don't, we just don't succeed in this stage. There's no other way. It has to be through force. If our consciousness is set up in outsourcing, then the only way to succeed is to do, 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 do. In other words, the fight nervous system response. So going into the toxic feminine or going into, try to go into feminine from the outsourcing stage doesn't work. It just does not produce any result. So the coaches who are operating in this paradigm are correct. And that is you have to do, 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 do. Okay, because at that level of consciousness, force is the way to manifest. I hope that's making sense because if you try to attract from the consciousness of codependence before walking out the needle, walking through the eye of a needle into sovereignty, 
or multiple eyes of the needle, it's really the, the force is the only thing that works to get us the results, right? So it's like trying to do this attraction marketing or whatever simply won't work if our consciousness is set below 200 in business, right? And that's where default is for most people, unless you've already done the work in a previous lifetime, that's where the default is. And 85% of the people, that's where they operate. There's no judgment at all. My consciousness was stuck there for most of my life. And it's just uh, what it is, this human experience is like what we have to walk out, right? So that's where most people sort of are in this outsourcing until we wake up to it's like, hey, it's really not working. It's just burning me out. Because the fight response, the nervous system eventually breaks down, right? So there is another threat that I want to bring into your awareness, and that is that relationship to our business because the business is its own, has its own consciousness, right? It's a brand, it's its own consciousness. It's a one of codependence. Very much like in relationships. And we unconsciously tend to play the martyr role just like we do in relationships, we abandon ourselves in the hopes that if we do that, the business will give us something. It will give us a, a sense of inner security, right? Material, financial safety, security, whatever is going to give us the money to make us feel better, to make us feel safe and secure. Or social security, like our enough, enoughness, worthiness, status, da 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 da. I'm finally the successful person. Right? So there's a codependent relationship. The same way we have codependent relationships with humans outside of us and we abandon ourselves and play a different role to get something unconsciously. There's conscious codependence and there's unconscious. Consciousness is about being conscious, right? So there's a give and take in any relationship, but the unconscious comes from a lack of sovereignty and trust and actual faith in God. So codependent relationships with our business, where we self-sacrifice ourselves, it works until it doesn't. This playing the martyr within the fight nervous system response works until it doesn't. Thankfully, our nervous system has limits. It has our back. It's designed by God. It has our back. And if we overuse the fight nervous system setting and do, 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 eventually 
the nervous system switches into freeze. Where the manic manifestation, the motivation, begins to lose steam. Clients begin to dwindle. Because now the setting is switched. And as much as we want to want to perform, we don't really want to perform. Because the nervous system is shutting us down. So eventually the whole thing fizzes out, the steam fizzes out in business. If you're in brick and mortar and you're on a 10-year lease, then that really sucks. It's happened to me. Once in a five-year lease, once in a 10-year lease. And then you're trapped. And your nervous system is like, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> you're like, what do I do with this? Do I try to sell it? But then it's like, you don't even have the energy to sell it. Because you're not actually in manifestation energy, right? Since the whole thing is a mess. But this is actually a good thing because everything is a good thing. Everything is perfect as it is. The stuckness, the nervous system freeze is not a mistake at all. It often leads to looking for answers. First through... You know, the self-fixing and self-resistance, like, what's wrong with me, blah, blah, blah. You know, sometimes we go into addictions and we really can't handle and we haven't figured out how to fix ourselves because we really are not seeing the biggest, biggest blind spots. We're not just ready to go there. Then turning over every healing modality on earth and thinking, oh, this is the thing that's going to be the thing and it's not. It's like helps you move into a certain direction by a couple points in consciousness and eventually eventually uh having to walk out i wouldn't say one eye of a needle because in my own experience it's several several eyes of the needle several ego deaths of sorts where part of you just has to die or gets really, really integrated. When we're going through this, uh, we have to, sometimes, we have to face our biggest fears because in this frozen nervous system, we are not very productive and we're not manifesting a lot. It's our energy that manifests. And even if the force for adrenaline Manic manifestation isn't active and our true power hasn't kicked in. We're still going to be protected and provided for. But, but our business is going to suffer. And sometimes we have to face losing everything. And if that happens... That's actually a profound opportunity to switch, to walk through to the other side, into sovereignty and beyond. Sovereignty, letting go of control and faith and trust. Not just on paper, not just intellectual, like, okay, yes, I trust, I whatever, I have faith, but actually like, 
living that. Like I actually walk trusting that I will be provided for a magically. It will all work out because it will, because it will. So this is where we begin to actually flip the inversion that most people live in. The inverted, some people call it the inverted matrix. And we begin to realize and hold the self. We begin to realize the self and the power of the self. We begin to be empowered deeper and deeper in the self. Again, not just intellectually, because it felt being empowered, creating all these businesses and whatever, right? But this is different. This is actually holding me as the highest value. Me and God. And we have to hold simul simultaneously several truths. Is the first thing is that nobody is coming to save us. And simultaneously we're protected and provided for, right? But we have to let go of any grasping, getting, striving, manipulating, any kind of victim consciousness that is still there no one is coming to save us. Only we can save ourselves that at the same time we're not in control. There's the dualities that we have to hold. It's very, it's very subtle, but it's, it's really profound. So no one's coming to save us. We're 100% responsible for everything that we're creating. Meaning, the outer world, which is a movie, it's a reflection, it's it's a reflection of our inner world at the state of our light body. Our karma, meaning the sum of our karmic fields that exist within the light body. Meaning all of our repressed emotions, our traumas, our fractures, our belief system, the collective BS that we're uh, buying into. This is multidimensional. There's layers and layers and layers and layers and layers. We do one cleanup and then there's the next because it's so multi-dimensional. It really is. It's like then you begin to discover all the all these structures that are energetically in your light body, implants and da-da-da, right? So sovereignty and our responsibility are 100% responsible. There is like... 100% goes really deep and you always discover deeper and deeper just how you're creating literally everything with a delay, but I'll give you a crazy example. I'm staying in this beautiful retreat center and the window is a certain shape. And then I discover that I have a structure within my light body that matches the window. It's like, it's, it's crazy like that. It's like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> right? So we're 100% responsible. And then some 
puppies here. But I want to hit pause because I'm kind of in the in the stream of this. Uh, and at the same time, we're not in control. We're not in control. We have to surrender. We have to take all the responsibility and surrender the results. Because the movie that is outside, we only have control over the projector of the movie. This is an analogy that Hawkins used in one of his lectures. And I really like that because it's so, it's just landed a few years later. It's really good. It's like, hey, shh. It's actually, we're controlling the projector. Hey, shh, quiet, please. Sorry about that, guys. So we're not in control and that's actually good news. Because then we don't have to worry about the outside at all. We just worry about the inside. How we show up. The outside is a reflection, right? It's like, oh, okay. That's, this is what I'm a match for energetically. Just curiosity, right? Like, it's like, oh, okay, interesting. Interesting movie, interesting people. Oh, this is awesome. Okay, this is what I need to shift over here. It's good that we're not in control because we do not see the truth fully. We're at a certain point in our evolution, but we're not there. Unless we are Jesus or Krishna or Buddha, right? We're not there. We're not fully self-realized. So it's good that we're not in control of the movie. So that's the crossing of the chasm that we have to walk out in our business is do the inner work to let go of the codependence with our business even when facing a circumstances that are undesirable say you really need the money and the business is not bringing you the money you still have to let go of the business needing to bring you money and the way that it's set up for you right now with whatever struggle that you're in is actually perfect because that's the last truth. Everything is always perfect. Everything is always perfect. Everything is always the best case scenario for you. That's, it's mind boggling and it's mind blowing, but there is no need, there's no reason not to be joyful and dancing and celebrating right now because the circumstances that you're in right now, I don't care how bad they are. You could be in jail right now. I don't care. It's the best case scenario for your spiritual evolution in alignment with your spiritual intention. As long as your compass is set and you wouldn't be listening to this if, you're, if your compass is somewhere else because my compass is set to unconditional love. Unconditional love and enlightenment and self-realization. The business and everything I do in business is within the context of that. Within the context, parenting, same thing, everything else. It's like, that's, that's the journey I'm on. 
So any circumstances that we're in right now, all we have to do is wake up to the perfection of like holy smokes, like all oh, the people, everything is mirroring to you. Just look. If there's no money in the bank account, well, just look. That's the belief systems that have gotten you there. That's the inner work that is to do. What do you need to release? What do you need to clear? No clients. Well, look. What is there to what is there to look at? Everything is for us to look at. Or for us to just go inward and pray and ask. Everything is perfect in this moment. And then on the other side of this, when we walk out our biggest fears, there's no way around it. There's really only ways through. You can't go around the eye of the needle. Every time you have to go through. Hawkins said, go straight no matter what. And so, I'm going to keep walking. These things, no matter how hard it gets, there's so much shaming in the business world. Like, look at all these people failing. Well, guess what? <laughs> They're the ones making the small spiritual progress right now. You know? Versus the people who are still stuck in the doing, doing, doing machinery. Outperforming God. Right? So it's just they're playing a different game. Than the people who are here for their spiritual evolution. And for the healing of the past and the future generations. So it just depends what game you're playing. What are you here for? But every journey is perfect. Every journey is perfect. Eventually everybody... We'll have to wake up one way or another. Hopefully. I actually don't know if that's true. I guess some people don't have to. Let me back check. I don't actually know that's true. I get a sense that that just has to happen. But uh, I don't know. Maybe not everybody. Then on the other side of it, when we are really self-sourcing... We're in sovereignty. We own Myla. We own our power deeper, deeper and deeper and deeper. Then it's like, all right. Now, I prefer that my business brings me income and money. Because I want to be financially independent. I want to be financially free. And I get to want that. That's completely okay. But I'm also open. Because my evolution is number one and I trust God fully. So there's preference versus a need versus an urge versus this has to happen, right? Is unconscious. So now you're in a different place and you begin to create business as an art. 
What kind of experience do you want to create for people? For me, with everything I do, I want people to have an experience of awakening. Awakening to the BS that is the inversion. That's for my marketing, let's say the podcast and the free event and the writing that I do. And on the journey with me, and the deeper work that happens with my clients and so on and so forth and courses and group programs or whatever you have, it's like the experience of awakening, but also shifting and taking power back and going for full, full circle clearing some of these things so you can begin to look at your business as an art art form art piece what does your soul want to create what does it look like it's not so much about the arts and the graphics also although that's part of it i'm avoiding it right now because i don't know technology but it's also part of it. What's the, what's the experience that we want people to have? Right? So this is, a, this is a piece for contemplation. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it's been useful. This podcast episode, thank you so much for being a listener. A couple quick announcements. Number one, I'm going to put some links in a below for you. A couple of things. If you like this podcast, please do me a huge favor and write a review or share it with a friend. That would mean a world to me. Uh, number two, I'm creating a course, Emerged. There's a wait list. I'm going to put the link below. And the, the folks who are on a wait list are going to get some bonuses, better pricing, so on and so forth. It's going to have a lot of the inner work that I'm talking about, clearing, things like that. I don't have much more details because it's coming through the way it does. So when it's ready, I'll send you more details. And the third thing, I'm going to put a link to my calendar. There's a couple options for you. If you are considering working with me and you want to have a sales conversation, want to find out about the programs that I have, what's next, what the options are, then I will put a link to my consult calendar, which is free. That's a 30-minute conversation. Sometimes goes a little bit over. It just depends. Because uh, we really have to look at where you're at. And sometimes I'm not even the right person, but somebody else is. It's just, you know, whatever is the right, whatever is best for you and whatever is best for both of us kind of deal. And uh, it's just a very open conversation. 
and just kind of sharing where we're at and what's going to make sense. And uh, for those of you who want to do a VIP session with me, I'm going to put a link there too. You can do a VIP session with me. It's one session. You can book it. You can pay for it. That one is not a sales call. It's actually getting some work done. And you get the first session at a discounted rate. Thank you so much for listening. Much love to you all. Thank you so much for your support and sharing this with others. And I will see you probably next week or the week after in the next episode.